the, the goal is not to, to produce a show and make lots of money and move on with my happy life. The goal is for me to work towards producing a show because I feel like that's what God's laying on my heart to do. He's making it very clear through circumstances and through His Word that we're pouring into our hearts on a daily basis and through prayer. And do you have faith enough in me, Amber, to just follow your husband's lead, um, to yield to my plan, and to also release the results? And I would have said years ago that that was me, but not until I kind of lost everything and then had nothing left to lose did I did I realize it was really true. You know, that it really is true for me. Like, I really do love the Lord. He really... <laughs> He really is holding on to me. You know, he really is enough for me. You're listening to episode 75 of the God Center Mom podcast with me, Heather McFadden, and today I'm chatting with Amber Leah. She and her husband Guy have started Storehouse Media Group. It is a faith and family-friendly production company out in LA. She is sharing their story and what they have going on and she's wonderfully mixed in some truth some encouragement all throughout her story. She also has some words and resources for those moms who struggle with anger. And uh, I'll have all that in the show notes. So make sure you check those out over at godcentermom.com. I wanted to take a second and thank you all for listening again and for sharing the podcast with others, with your Instagram posts and your Facebook posts. I just truly appreciate you and what you're doing to let other mothers know there's a place they can go to learn how to be a little more God-centered in their day. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Hey, Amber, welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Hi, Heather. I am really thrilled that you have allowed me to talk with you today. Well, I'm so excited. I think I actually, quote unquote, met you the first time listening to a podcast about, <laughs> was it two years ago? I don't know. It was a little while yes, ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was I heard you and your husband talking with Trisha Goyer, and I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. But um, I just, at the time, was really my passion for um, Christians being a part of movie making was at an all-time high. And um, and I heard you guys speak and your heart for that topic, and I just was like, I need to know these people. <laughs> and we're so glad that you did because that spurred on a whole other just chapter of my life as a result of that that podcast and we've used uh our little interview that we did with you a little guest blog post uh we've used that so many times just to share you know this is our heart this is what we're doing in film and tv and in entertainment in hollywood and so you've been a big blessing to us heather well i didn't know all that but that's good yeah. to hear see god I love connections he makes. It's awesome. That's right. And um, so introduce everybody to your family because you and I have something in common with our children. So go ahead and introduce everybody. Yes. Okay. So uh, my husband and I, we live in Los Angeles, California. I am a fourth generation Los Angelio, Los Angelian. And I, I actually. That was a thing. Los yeah. Angelian? Okay. Well, there, and there are, are a lot of, you know, multicultural people here, a lot of international presence. We're really a hub, a vibrant, you know, urban city. And so it's sort of rare to get to claim that you've been uh, a Californian in LA for that long. <laughs> you know, that kind of history. Family yeah, history. Yeah. So this is totally home for me. It just feels right. We tried to move away for a little while to a small town and, and we loved it. And the Lord used that time, but he brought us back to LA. 
And so I, I've lived here my whole life. My husband's from San Diego and we ended up um, meeting on a, a singles group ski trip in Mammoth Mountain, California. And we were friends for quite some time in, in an amazing God-ordained way. Uh, he brought us together to be married almost 10 years ago. And we have three little boys. They are Oliver, Quinn, and Oakley. They are uh, Oliver's almost eight. He'll be eight in a couple of weeks. So he's obviously very excited about his birthday coming yeah. up. But we have three boys, and uh, we actually miscarried twins this past year, so we never got to find out their gender. But the Lord uh, was so just rock-solid good to us through that whole uh, process of loss. But So I feel like I'm a mom to five, but mm. I have these beautiful three boys here with me, and they give me a run for my money. They're the yeah. high-energy, all-boy type of boy. The, yeah. The total testoster home experience. <laughs> testoster home, I like that. <laughs> yeah, we're a testoster home, and I and I do love it. I'm very girly girl, yeah. and so it was a bit of a shock to me that I have a uh, you know all boys, but you know God's plans are really are. It sounds sort of cliche to say it, but His plans really are good, and He knows better than I do, and I really just own my boy momness. <laughs> So I love it. I think you get to that point. There's the grief and the, you know, all the emotions. But then you get to this, oh, I like this a lot. I like that I just get to own this role. And and it's changed me. Yeah. It's changed me. I've always said that if I had girls, they would be wearing just ridiculous, (laughs) massive bows on their heads. They would sleep in those things. So it's probably best that I'm not a girl mom. Yeah. 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 I would be highly disappointed because I would have the one who wouldn't want to do the ballet, who wouldn't want to wear the bows. Yeah. And (laughs) there'd be that inner battle too. Like, wait, you're supposed to be this way. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Amber and I also interact um, online. We both write over at the Mob Society. If you are a mother, to boys, you don't have to be a mother to all boys. You can just have you can have one boy. I feel like that's um, an important role. Anytime you're a mom to a boy, yes. um, so it's the mob society.com. I don't. It's mob society.com. I don't even yes. know what am I saying. Yeah, it is the mob society.com. Is it mm-hmm. the the? I believe it is. Every time I type it in one way, and then I'm like, no, it's the other way. Ugh. It pops up right away. I think regardless okay, of what good. you put in, because it's it's such a great website. I think it just pops right up. But yeah, okay, <laughs> one Let's of those. See, there you go. You guys will find it. Maybe yeah. I'll put that in the show notes too. How about that? Yes. Um. So, you know, when Amber and I were talking about, okay, what what should this episode be about? I mean, in my mind, I thought of like twenty different things we could talk about. <laughs> Um, under the mob society, Amber and another gal, Wendy from our writing team, they actually host a, uh, Facebook, Facebook group for moms of boys, uh, called no more angry mob. And, uh, it's been really a big thing, right? It is. It's grown to be so much more than we thought it would be. And of course that's the way God always works in different aspects of our lives. I'm convinced that God, favorite thing to do is surprise us. And uh, at first, as a person who doesn't love surprises so much, because I'm a planner, I balked at that, but I've learned to enjoy the way God surprises me. And one of those ways is with the No More Angry Mob group, because we have well over 7,000 women in there in less than a year of being active. 
And we are just on a daily basis uh, trying to encourage moms that really struggle with anger, struggle with yelling. So many of them have felt they were the only one, didn't Mm. know. It's not something you normally broadcast. We tend to have pretty good self-control when we're out in public. But behind closed doors, it can be another story. And then there are all these uh, other issues that stem from having sinful anger in your life that, you know, the guilt and the hopelessness of can I change and the concern that we're harming our kids and uh, all the just spiritual battle that goes on in our hearts and in our minds. And we've seen a lot of breakthrough and progress and the Holy Spirit is there, I'll tell you what, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just been a joy to see it. I didn't want to do it. Again, one of the things that God does to surprise us because I have a you know a, a history in my own childhood where that was prevalent and it was hard. I didn't really want to revisit all that because I've spent a long time healing from it. Mm. But the Lord kept prodding me to jump in. And so it's been actually quite healing for me. And as the Lord always does, when we at least raise our hands, even if we don't necessarily feel that it's something we want to do, but we know that we should, um, he refines us and, and works on us. And so I've just become an, even though it's been sort of my platform in general, a more grace, mercy focused kind of parenting, uh, it's just refined me all the more to be more gentle and just having that accountability in there, even though I'm, I'm, you know, kind of co-leading it, it's been so good for me personally. So Yes, the No More Angry Mob group. And not everybody in there is a boy mom because really this is an issue that transcends gender yeah. with our children. Yeah. So we have moms in there that are all girl moms or that are you know moms that have a mixture of both. And you know we welcome them too, of course. Yeah, so if y'all find yourself and that is your struggle, I wanted to make sure to mention that group and um, as yes. a great resource and regular encouragement Um Lots of scripture, biblical truth, not just a, it's okay that you yell. Just really, right. like, if you really want to change and you really want to move forward and um, no longer have that be the definer of who you are. I'm a mom who yells. I don't love Yeah, I don't love that definition yeah. of myself, yeah. but I, I have fallen in that category, still fall in that category, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been yeah, the one don't. who, I've been the one who like, I tell my boys, okay guys, I've decided <laughs> I'm never going to yell again. And I remember I said that once cause mm. I've said that many times. And the, mm-hmm. my oldest son was like, oh, my dreams just came true. Oh, oh my <laughs> stars. My heart just broke in a million yeah. pieces. I was like, yeah. oh yes, yeah. I really and want that. I really want that. And in the yeah. moment I want that. <laughs> But it doesn't totally. always happen. So it doesn't. And you know, we don't mess around in there. Like we're, we're we'll give a lot of tough love. There's a good balance in there between Wendy and I and sort of our approaches. But you know, we we will tell it like it is. We will call you to accountability. Mm. But we will also give a lot of hope that this is not about you. It's really about the Holy Spirit and He is powerful. You know, we underestimate God. We mm. forget that. He created the universe. He knows exactly how our bodies function. Mm -hmm. Though scientists are confused about certain things in the world, God is never confused about any of that. He knows exactly what the answers are. He's the smartest person you'll ever know. Mm -hmm. He's super powerful. He can say something with a word and it can come into being. And we have a living and active Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. There Mm -hmm. is power to change. And and if you are willing and you seek the Lord, He promises to show up and He promises to transform 
and renew us. And then we get real practical too. You know, we're going to call you on stuff. We will give you hope, but we will give you tools too in there to to really equip you as a parent um, to help you, you know, radically take hold of things. You know, setting a timer, you know, every hour just to go off and be like, you know what, this is time I, I just need to pray for my mouth right now. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm just going to practically pray this verse about my tongue and, mm. and commit to doing practical things to sort of shift your mindset, you know, from an anger and yelling to grace and to loving kindness and to the Lord's love and care for you so that that will overflow out of your heart and out of your mouth. So it's a good mix, I think. Yeah, I think what you said there too is is having an actual thing to do because the times when I fail is when I say, well, I'm just going to stop. Right. <laughs> not replace, not like have an, have an actual action plan. Just the stopping is not practical. So. It's- not it's not you have to really you know if we're if we're if we have a total action plan in place for potty training our kids (laughs) you know and we clear our schedule and we are like okay for the next three days this is what we're doing you know we set our kids up for success we set ourselves up for success we get the sticker chart we get the treats we get the underwear you know whatever it may be but we don't take like our sin issues and say okay this is now my new job my new job is to focus on refining my heart and repenting from this thing and understanding what the Lord wants me to do in its place and to, to turn and go in the opposite direction, then I can do some practical things and the Lord can inspire me just creatively to think of what will work for me, what will really help me to actually have practical steps to move forward and break this stronghold. For many of us, it's a stronghold. So yeah. Um, it's definitely, uh, you know, work like it depends on you, but, you know, know that also at the same time, it's totally the work of the Lord in your heart. Wow. That's a good word. That is a good word. And I think, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. So y'all check that out. Thank if you. this is for you, if that descriptor matches, um, then we were just also talking about, you know, I'd love to share more about what you guys are doing out in California and your story of getting there and what motivates you to do what you're doing. Okay. So, you know, I'm just going to take this opportunity to just beg for people to pray for us. Yeah. Do <laughs> um, I, I could, I could almost cry about it. <laughs> We're so hungry for people. I'm so sorry. I'm getting emotional about it. I love emotions. So <laughs> that means the Holy Spirit's here. Remember we just said that. Right. We did. Um, I, I, we just need your, we need everybody's prayers. So <clears throat> just to back up a little bit and to try to compose myself, um, my husband, Guy, has worked in television and film since he was out of college. He went to Pepperdine University in Malibu. That's what got him up to LA from having grown up in San Diego. And he bounced around a little bit, but eventually started working on game shows and uh, sitcoms and, and then film, and uh, even in visual effects, and just had this wide range of experience in all the aspects of film and television. Fantastic uh, classroom, really, for him to eventually decide what he wanted to do with his life, and he uh, worked his way up to uh, being an executive in TV development Mm. at Sony Pictures Television, Mm-hmm. And loved the job, loved entertainment, passionate about TV and film, but certainly felt that he was compromising in some areas, uh, wasn't quite sure what to do about it. Along came me, and then we had kids, and there was just a lot of questioning about where he was, what the next step was. And so, long mm-hmm. story short, he ended up going into entertainment marketing for a little bit, had some good success there, but always felt um, 
that his heart had never really left Hollywood. And so we prayed about it. By this time, we were living three hours north in San Luis Obispo, California, that little small town where I mentioned before. And we just sort of were hungry for the Lord to, to do something with our lives. And we were willing to go wherever, but the Lord very clearly showed us that we were meant to come back to Los Angeles and start our own faith and family friendly production company. And so that's what we did. It's called Storehouse Media Group. Mm -hmm. And our goal really was to create entertainment that we wanted to watch. Um, And the things that we want to watch, we watch from a biblical worldview. So they're things that honor God and inspire others. And we just started developing a slate of uh, both unscripted, which is better known as reality shows, uh-huh. as well as scripted shows, TV shows, made-for-TV film, uh, and then independent films. And we've got a slate of about 20 different projects we're wow. working on right now. Yeah, in different stages of development. One of the big things that we're really excited about right now, that the Lord has just opened doors for us over and over again, that I, I really would appreciate prayer for from listeners is a show called uh, Big Sky, and it's based on a book series from Trisha Goyer, mm-hmm. best-selling novelist, and it's about a, a young girl who you know finds faith in God, but it's also a romance, and it's an Amish story, and it's really beautiful. It's a, a series of books from her, and Sony Pictures Television is attached to it, and now also Walden Media. And so we're really excited. And the thing you can be praying for is that we have uh, meetings coming up. We'll be setting, uh, pitching it to networks. So the next step is that a network would say, yes, we want to put this show on the air. And so, you know, for Guy and I, our goal always is to create entertainment that really speaks to all audiences. We mm-hmm. will definitely and, and have some projects on our slate that are for a faith audience, Um directly, but we also are really passionate about um, reaching a secular audience and not necessarily always on the nose um, Christianity, but things where people will really think and start to maybe seek and be hungry. And we like that space a lot. So Mm. we're very committed to um, trying to close that gap. And we think this show will definitely do that. We've got some great writers attached to it. Brian Bird, he... um, uh, is attached along with John Wyrick, and they do a lot of faith-based, um, faith-friendly shows and films, and so we're really excited to have them on board with us too. But um, we have a, a reality show right now too that is called Soul Hope with Drew and Asher Colley from oh, yeah. from Soul Hope. Yeah, okay. and um, we just got um, approved from a, a one of the major studios in the industry who does unscripted television has jumped on board with us, which we're thrilled about. That's awesome. I love them. I know. They're they're amazing. So they're reaching kids and families in Uganda that are suffering with these terrible jiggers that burrow into their feet, and it's totally preventable. And Drew and Asher, you know, picked up their family uh, from North Carolina and moved to Uganda and have adopted several Ugandan kids with with some pretty intense needs and they're just really hands and feet, you know, and literally, yeah, yeah, Yeah. hands and feet for literally. So we're, we're hoping and praying that we'll be able to tell their story on television too. Mm. And we're meeting with networks regarding that show right now too. So a couple things in the hopper that we definitely need prayer for. We're always trying to just convince, you know, secular executives that there is a market for this and yeah, 
and it will appeal to both um, sides, <laughs> the secular and the faith audiences. Um, but really, you know, Guy and I, even if none of this goes forward, and we're always praying that it will, of course, but our, our goal really is just taking one day at a time mm-hmm. and to follow the Lord's leading in faith. And that's been uh, a shaky thing for a woman who loves security mm. uh, because there is no real security when you're in Hollywood. Things are come and go and you spend years and years and years producing any one film. And it's just a lot of financial sacrifice and personal sacrifice. But when you feel compelled to do something, yeah. um, then you can't turn away from it. So the Lord's done a great job of just stripping me of my security and other things in order to join my husband. Um, really, we feel like we're missionaries in Hollywood yeah. without a, without a sponsor from a church or <laughs> anything like that. So that's why we need prayers. Yeah, yeah. You don't have the, you know, when people support missionaries, you're financially involved. And so you right. spiritually, you know, the prayers follow. Yeah. You're yes. on this journey and, and it's, it's just mind blowing to me. Like you and I've talked about this a lot. Yes. Just the impact of entertainment in our world today and how separate the church is from it. Yes. To the point of pushing talent away mm-hmm. so that people who grew up in the church come from a faith-based family say that they're interested in making movies or being a part of movies somehow and the church rejects them. Mm-hmm. So that then we don't have high quality faith-based people engaging in Hollywood. Yeah. I just like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would we, why do we have to say that's secular so we can't be there? Yeah, there, there is a mental divide there for some reason. And I do see that that is beginning to break down. Thankfully, by the work of a lot of, um, you know, the Kendricks brothers and the Irwin brothers and others that are producing some things, you know, they, they've started to open that, that divide of, you know, there can be, you know, faith-based projects, faith content out there that also makes money. And that's what Hollywood wants to know about is they're interested in the business side of it more than anything else. And rightly so, because you're dealing with massive budgets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they have to pay attention to that. But it is, it's a very strange uh, place to be working in Hollywood as a believer, because you come to find that there are many more than you realize. It's just, we don't, a lot of people don't wear it on their sleeves. Yeah. And I think it's because there has been a, a lot of ostracizing mm. um, from believers. And and so we already are feeling persecuted in Hollywood. And then to feel that persecution from the church is a, a double whammy. But, you know, Guy and I, we're really committed to just pressing on with what we know the Lord's called us to do. And thankfully, mm. we have a church that that is supportive of us. But in general, um, we do often feel like we're kind of going it alone and we never know how people are going to take our story yeah. as, you know, Christians as producers, but. So but you're like, you're, every time you're meeting with, um, let's say Sony pictures or you're meeting with a yes. network, that's another mm-hmm. conversation where you're modeling a faith that is. and they're seeing something in you that's different. Even yes. if you've never said a word about Jesus, even if you haven't dropped a verse, absolutely. even if your project isn't directly a faith-based film, like you are right. shining his light in how you engage because yes, it can we be a dirty like business. It can. It be- can. And we feel like Guy is sort of an Esther uh-huh. <laughs> at this time yeah. because 
he he's already built these relationships for many many years with these mm. people in Hollywood. And he's very well connected, and people love him. and And it's because he is sincere and he is Christ like. And now that he's being much more vocal about it, simply because of the nature of what we're producing, they're like, oh. Well, we know Guy, you know, he's a great guy. You know, he we love him. He's talented and and oh, and he understands this faith market that we're starting to be more interested in. We'll work with you, huh. you know, because he's safe because he has been a Christian in Hollywood just being his normal everyday self, yeah. a man of integrity and and kind to others and generous and just displaying the fruit of the spirit in his life and that's why I'm so thankful for him. He's such an example to me in that that wherever you are, if you're doing it well, it's not like you have to wear a big, you know, sticker that, you know, I'm a Christian and, you know, this is what I stand for. Let people know who you are first and and work with you and experience you. And then you have suddenly a platform with which to share Christ. And so I get to tag along because of my husband's hard work all these years already in the industry. Yeah. But it it is, it is. We definitely are, we pray for everybody that we're interacting with continually. You know, that, that is our goal. Um, we, 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 the Lord doesn't need us to mm. create a platform for faith in, mm. in, in Hollywood. He doesn't need us. He could do that overnight. You know, that's not how he works necessarily. So we want to try to build that platform. Um, we feel called to do that. But at the same time, we're always reminded, you know, the platform, it, it could be very small. You know, it could just be these you know, writers that we're trying to talk to that maybe necessarily aren't Christians, but they're writing on a faith project for us because they happen to be really talented writers, period, yeah. not because they're Christians. So, you know, we want to work with just the best that we can work with, you know, whether yeah. they're Christians or not, that's irrelevant to us in many ways. But we also want to give opportunities to believers in entertainment um, to get their foot in the door and to work with us too. So it's a good blend. Yeah. Um, but really, we just want to do the good that God's prepared for us to do today one day at a time. We're total prayer warriors. And so we, we're, we're excited as we see God just building those relationships with those different executives and different places and things that we're doing. And we're not trying to shove it down anybody's throat. We really just love people. Honestly, Heather, we just love people. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that shows. And you mentioned, you kind of said it briefly, but that this has been a faith journey and that God's been teaching you a lot lately. Tell us a little bit more about what you have learned what you could encourage others with through the last few months? Well, I never intended to be a producer. My goal is really to be a stay-at-home mom, first and foremost. And my, my boys are definitely the thing that it, is where my focus lies because they're very young. And, and that's the, the role that I think God's given me right now to do um, as my priority. That said, I'm able to do something with my husband that has flexibility that allows me to um, fulfill a calling and mm. something that's burning in my heart while also being able to take care of my kids. And at the same time, you know, as I said, the faith part of that is that um, we've sacrificed a lot. You know, we gave up our home. You know, we went down to one vehicle. We don't take vacations. You know, financially, it's a challenge at this point. Yeah. It has been for the last couple of years as you build your company. And, you know, business owners understand that. Um, but I don't think I really bargained for what the toll that it would take. And mm. for me spiritually, like it's been a huge um, just stripping away of what I thought my security was in. Like 
mm-hmm. um, thinking that if I do all of these things, then the Lord's going to take care of me. And he does, but it's not always what we think it will look like. And so it means, you know, not living um, extravagantly like a a lot of people around us do, you know, Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. And it means um, making hard choices. But I think that for me, the part of faith is that with in a new way, I get to experience faith with my husband because we're so very much on the same page. And it was not always that way. We've had our struggles, but the Lord did a new thing for us when he decided to press upon my husband's heart to start this new business. And maybe listeners can relate. Maybe, you know, you and and your husband are, he's making some decisions and you're not quite sure what that's going to mean for you. And maybe it sounds a little bit risky, Mm. Um, but I just yielded to that and allowed the Holy Spirit to just work on my heart. Like, Lord, I don't know what this looks like. I'm going to be moving back to L.A. I have to give up this beautiful home that I love. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to be sacrificing a lot. And what if it doesn't work? Yeah. <laughs> and and what about my kids? Like I have to be responsible for them. You know, yeah. I've got to meet their needs. But the Lord just was like, you know what? What if what if I just strip you down to the end of your rope and you're dangling at the end of your rope, mm-hmm. and you don't? It's not things aren't happening in your timing. Am I enough or not? Yeah, and that's really what the Lord did for for with me for the last couple of years. Is He just got me to the point where it's like, you know what? If these shows don't take off, the the goal is not to to produce a show and make lots of money and move on with my happy life. The goal is for me to work towards producing a show because I feel like that's what God's laying on my heart to do. He's making it very clear through circumstances and through His Word that we're pouring into our hearts on a daily basis and through prayer. And do you have faith enough in me, Amber, to just follow your husband's lead, mm-hmm. um, to yield to my plan, and to also release the results? Yeah. And I would have said years ago that that was me, but not until I kind of lost everything and then had nothing left to lose mm-hmm. did, I, did I realize it was really true, mm-hmm. you know, that it really is true for me. Like, I really do love the Lord. He really... <laughs> He really is holding on to me. Mm. He really is enough. Mm. And so that's been sort of my personal journey through this. We're still very hopeful and working like nobody's business to get these things on the air. Um, But at the same time, we feel that we're already fulfilling God's calling for us just in the day to day. But that's how it's, you know, that takes a lot of faith and Um, it's been good. It's been worth it. (laughs) Well, I think it's good perspective for those of us, you know, consuming the entertainment to recognize, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, and you and I have talked about this too, like that faith-based movies have a bad rep for being lower quality, kind of cheesy. Um, Why would I ever go see that? Why would I even ask my non-Christian friends to go see that with me when they can go see like a Matrix or something really back in the day that was really cutting edge? And to recognize that there are people like y'all who are making sacrifices to put things on the air, to make movies, to make shows that um, proclaim Christ in their own unique way. And it's a sacrifice for you. It's not like you're rolling in the dough, living the high life. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think that it will, we wouldn't criticize missionaries Mm -hmm. for the work they're producing. Maybe we would, but 
in general, we're not like, oh, I can't believe she's in Africa yes. wearing that. You know right. what I mean? Like we're yes. amazed by their sacrifice. Right. And um, even though it's a glamorous city and Hollywood in itself is this sought after fame and fortune kind of place mm-hmm. that there's a lot of grit and a lot of um, late nights, mm-hmm. a lot of giving up, a lot of clinging. And um, it's a different kind of entrepreneurship, but you may never see results. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's a whole other kind of mission field. And at the same time, you know, like some people choose their like one word, you know, for the year, which I've done that in the past too. But this year I just wanted to choose a prayer. And so mm-hmm. my prayer for this year, and this is, you know, again, I appreciate prayers of, of any that are willing to pray this on behalf of me, but that I would just hunger and thirst for righteousness. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Lord, as much as I want Storehouse Media Group to to be successful and to provide for my kids and all those other things and to reach people for Christ. Like what matters to me most is that I would just hunger and thirst for righteousness and that, and that I would be satisfied, you know, Mm. in the Lord. And, and so that's what I think keeps Guy and I grounded because Mm. it is a lot of pomp and circumstance. You know, we go to movie premieres and we are talking to people who are super powerful and very influential and, and yet, you know, a lot of the people that we deal with, they're just, they're awesome. You know, they may not know the Lord, but they're lovely people and they're good at what they do. And they're, um, there's a lot to learn from them. And so we, we enjoy every bit of that. But at the same time, um, we just, we're really um, trying to stay very humble no matter mm-hmm. what. And I feel that's what the Lord's been doing with yeah. us. That's part of the yeah. journey he has us on right now is to be like, I'm going to humble you so much. <laughs> <You're>, I want <laughs> you, you dependent on me. Yeah. Yeah. I want you, you never to... forget where this came from. And well, then, think then about, about think about Paul and his missionary journeys. If it had been easy and there's yes. a propensity, you kind of picture Paul. He's kind of a big guy, big, big personality that if it had been too easy, he, he might've claimed it for himself and his work. You know, mm-hmm. he talked about, his status, he automatically had a great status. So then if his work was just came to him easily, then there wouldn't have been a no, but for God, like, you know, I've been in shipwrecks, I've been in prison, I've been beat up, I've been stoned, you know. Yes. Those were, those were, I have this thorn in my flesh. You know, I just, just these things to remind you, like, you are the, you are the workmanship for his good work. I read that yesterday. It was like mm-hmm. planned in advance. So it's really, I mean, it's about us doing, but only because we're, we were made by him for him before we existed. Yeah. My yeah. greatest fear is that we would acquire any kind of fame mm. that would, that would diminish the, the light of our purpose in the first place. Like mm. I don't want any, part of that. Like, mm-hmm. I just, we really want to make the Lord's name great and he mm-hmm. doesn't need us to do that, mm-hmm. but that, that's our goal. Like we just really want to magnify the Lord and we can do that, you know, in the small things too, but that's just really our, where our heart is for sure. Well, we love that you're doing that. And I really do hope y'all listening. Um, if you want to pause it now and say a prayer for Amber and Guy, um, or after the episode's over, please, you know, do that. And um, I'm just going to pray for you right now. Thank you, Heather. Dear Lord, we just lift up Amber and Guy. We 
praise you that you have called them and that we know with every calling there's equipping. We also know that the root of the word calling is to work alongside you, that they do not work alone, even though it can feel lonely, that this is not um, just their effort that will produce fruit, but it is your spirit in them. I thank you that you've provided opportunities and that you continue to um, lead them. The steps have already been planned out that they would follow. I pray for their um, faith to continue to be strengthened. I pray for their boys that they would continue to grow in the knowledge and grace of you. And I pray that Amber would hunger and thirst for righteousness, that it is a practicing of righteousness, that Mm -hmm. um, it's a daily choosing. And um, I just thank you for her. I thank you that ultimately righteousness comes from Jesus on the cross, that we are made right with you. And I just thank you and praise you for their family and put a hedge of protection around them as they shine a light for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank we you, Heather. think you're great. And y'all, too, I mean, <laughs> we mentioned the No More Angry Mobs group. We've mentioned Storehouse Media. But just so you know, Amber does write some pretty awesome posts on her site. Can you tell everybody your personal blog site? Yes, it's called motherofnights.com. So it's K-N-I-G-H-T-S because of my three little boys are my knights. So yeah, motherofnights.com. And you have like, you've had some couple of viral things, not that fame is your goal, but yeah. things that, <laughs> that people are like, yes, I needed to hear that. Yeah. What were some of those yeah. posts? I'll put links to those. Um, so a couple of the ones that, that seem to resonate the most, one call, is called I Married Mr. Wrong, But It's All Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's about marriage. It's it's pretty convicting. It was really uh, came from written after a period of struggle in my own marriage. And then the one of the other ones that is pretty popular is um, I we ditched the timeout chair for a mercy seat. Mm. And it's really about you know my journey as a mom, realizing that I was having unreasonable expectations for my kids, and I did not understand the depth of of God's mercy and grace for me mm-hmm. that I'm no longer condemned and therefore I can approach my parenting um, with a more loving type of correction and pointing my kids to Christ in the same way that God parents me. So well, yeah, that's a word right there. <laughs> so I will put links to both of those cause those both sound very helpful. And um, Amber, thank you. I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. And as you guys go forward, we'll, we'll, we'll keep following along. Can't I'm so wait. blessed by you, Heather. Thank we will you be so watching. Much. We will be watching those. These things will come. I have faith. I believe. I to believe. God be the glory. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to GodCenteredMom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. As it says in Zephaniah 317, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.